0: And welcome back to the Cibola Creek Conversations Podcast. My name is Wyatt Marchant, and I'm here with Mr. Paul Wilson. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Good. I need to call you out on something,
1: though. Oh, that's good. That's a great start, isn't it? Yeah. So, I think this last week's podcast, or somewhere in the last week, you referred to yourself as Wyatt Merchant. March- Again. Oh. Or Marchant. Marchant. And I'm like, I thought we covered this. Yeah. It's Marchant. I know. You're it, still feeling pretentious it? It's a, it's a about habit.
0: It? Yeah, well, I feel pretentious <laughs> for a lot of reasons, but um, not that I'm justified in them. But, uh, yeah, I guess I just fell into old ways. Yeah, because you had been, since
1: the conversation we had about it, you had been referring to yourself when you had cause to use your last name as Marchand. Yes. But then you didn't that time. I was like,
0: wait a second. Is it me or what's going on here? I'm reverting back. <laughs> Reverting back, man. I just don't like correcting people, and other people will use it. They'll say "merchant" a lot, and then I'm like that guy that corrects. (laughs) Yeah, you like, oh my gosh, no, no, but yeah. Well, I'll try to get better at it. Correcting somebody
1: else who does it's one thing, but when you outright, I don't want to correct myself wrong. I was just like, I don't get this. Oh, but I have something for you. All Um, right. So you and I, we have a lot of fun uh, poking about. Poking fun at our audience as being just our moms. Yes, and um, w- we know that probably more than just our moms watch or listen, but we don't really have a, a big sense of that. Yeah, I mean, we sit here in your living room, we have this conversation for <laughs> yes. an hour or so, and we don't really know if anybody's listening to it. So we've we've just always said it's our moms. So Shelley and
0: Charlotte, or Michelle, I guess is how your mom generally addressed Now, see she normally goes by Shelley. okay my in fact Ali, my wife she's the only one that ever called her Michelle okay I called her Michelle for years until your wedding just
1: last fall mm-hmm. then I felt like I was I don't know invited in to be to be able to call her Shelly um, but every once in a while you and I have both shared stories of meeting people and in, in a discussion Mm -hmm. learning that they're watching or listening to the podcast. And I don't know about you, but I'm still surprised by that. Yes. So people at church will greet me, and they'll mention that they were listening and something about the topic that we were covering. I'm always like, oh, you're actually listening to our podcast? And then if I find out it's somebody who doesn't go to Cibolo Creek, then I'm really, really surprised. Yeah. And I I had a woman a few weeks ago, I was at an event in austin they've never been to our church and she said something about oh i was listening to your podcast the other day i was just like what really like how and then um then you shared a story you were at the gym one time working out and a young lady recognized you and you ended up having a conversation with her and i think part of your conversation with her became a topic on one mm-hmm. of our mm-hmm. podcasts. I'm still surprised by it all. Yeah. It's um, actually
0: happened again too, by the way.
1: Yeah. The so, um, I got a text message this morning from somebody that I know. I, I don't, I mean, we're good friends. Our kids kind of grew up together. They used to attend our church, Sybil mm-hmm. Creek. And then he was transferred to another place with this job. I haven't talked to him in a few years now. Um, we, you know you know his son. In fact his son was at your wedding, Isaac. Uh so Isaac Yeah, so oh. Isaac's dad, Terry, yeah, texted me this morning. Out of the blue, I wasn't expecting it. And like I said, I haven't talked to him in a very long time. And he was mentioning that he had listened to last week's so cool. podcast. And I was like, Really, I I was just surprised. And um he wanted to say thank you to you for your hosting of this experience. And so um, I got to thinking, wouldn't it be kind of cool if we had a way of knowing who was listening and identifying them and maybe giving them a shout out every once in a while? So, shout out to Terry for watching us all the way from North Carolina, I believe. Yes. Audi Murdochs. Yeah. Bless nice you guys. And so I thought, oh, well, how would we facilitate that? So, you and I were discussing that a little bit this morning. So, what if we put a a, a, a way for them? we provided a way for them to contact us. And then every once in a while we could say, Hey, we got somebody from someplace in the planet earth who's listening to our podcast. And we could just give a shout out, maybe learn a little bit about them and share that with the audience. Maybe even from time to time, have them come on as just a quick guest and find out what they're enjoying. And, but I, I would really like to explore the idea that people who are watching and listening would have a way of actually suggesting topics mm-hmm. that are of interest to them. Because you and I, like we were just discussing before we went live here, you and I could sit anywhere and just talk about just about anything for yep. hours. And that would be fun and enjoyable. But uh, I think we both want something on the podcast that's of benefit and value to the listener. And what better way to to really identify those topics is letting our listeners identify so and you can do this visually when you put the podcast out but um media at Mm sibilocreek.com is a way that if you're a listener uh just let us know who you are and where you're from and maybe how you got connected to the podcast and then uh we may reach out and find out a little bit more about you and and uh Give you a shout out on the, the podcast from time to time.
0: Yeah, so you'll find that in the show notes of any of the podcast platforms or on the description of the YouTube, uh, the YouTube video down at okay. the bottom. So that's where that'll live. So media at cibolocreek.com. So they'll see
1: that in writing, but yeah, for those that are listening, Sybillo is C-I-B-O-L-O, sibolocreek.com. And did you know that the word sibolo
0: is actually a Native American word for buffalo? I did, only because I think Kristen said it in one of her sermons. Yeah. 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 I know she's our, a big buffalo gal.
1: And our church sits right on the banks of the Cibolo Creek, mm-hmm. which um, from what we can tell historically was once hunting grounds for local American, Native American tribes. And um, I'm assuming that buffalo ran in this area at one time in history. The second interesting thing is I've heard that the Cibolo Creek is identified as the longest creek in the world. What? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Mm. And a creek, by definition, is a uh, body of water, but not does not require that there's always water in it. Mm. Glorified trench. <laughs> Yeah, and you and I both know that there's rarely water in the Cibolo Creek. Yes. Because we're in south central Texas. So A lot of creeks are in Texas. <laughs> but then when we get lots of rain, the Cibolo Creek becomes very angry. And yes. Overflows its banks and causes all sorts of trouble. Yeah, yeah.
0: So. That's interesting. I didn't know go. it was the little, longest.
1: Little trivia. That's what I heard. And maybe I'm wrong in the sense, maybe it's the longest in the United States, but. I heard it described a, a local gentleman shared that piece of lore with me one time. I thought that was interesting. Lore. Like lore. That. <laughs> nice. Well, it wow, was nice. Two fun facts. Yeah. And if you, you know, even if we're near where our campus is, if you just sort of walk along the the banks there, you could kind of see uh, an Indian tribes making their, their home there for a few months, lots of nice shade trees and access to the Creek and, evidently a uh, a uh, some kind of a pathway for for bison,
0: yeah, yeah, I wonder whenever they went extinct around here or not extinct, but they got hunted out, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, well, that's very cool, but yeah, we would love to hear from uh listeners too um it would help me a lot with deciding what to talk about instead of just guessing what everybody's <laughs> gonna find interesting, um, trying to choose topics that are. Of interest. Apparently, you guys like Satan. He's uh, gotten a lot of views so far. Our episode last last time. Well, let's say um, maybe
1: they're just interested in. Satan. Oh yeah, yeah. As that's probably likes. a better way of saying it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't on purpose. <laughs> but, but anyways, today um, I thought we would do a little rapid fire because y- you're actually going out on a sabbatical yes, here. I am here in the next few days after Sunday. Yeah. Um, and so though I'll have a couple of other guests on while you're gone, but. Uh, we do this rapid fire, we can get a whole bunch of different topics into one that might not justify an entire episode. Okay. That some folks might find uh, uh, maybe they were wondering about and they want a little bit shorter, not our our usual long winded episodes. Yeah. So
1: I I looked at the, the topics that you're, that you provided. Um, I don't want to say they're random, but they're not necessarily all connected to each other. So how'd you choose them? Uh,
0: Look through a bunch of different things that, either we necessarily, like, hadn't covered specifically or some other suggestions, again, from that um, one student that I, I saw oh, in the gym. Yeah. Some of them from her, some of them from other folks. Even our Q&A Sunday, I pulled, like, some that I we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. Some that just didn't justify an entire episode, but that people probably have. Okay. So, so anyways, first up on our rapid fire, um, which also rapid fire for us is still probably at least 20 minutes. Um <laughs> but uh but first up can we ask for too much in prayer can
1: we ask too much in prayer um it'd be curious to figure out what do you mean by too much or what what does somebody mean by too much and my unique perspective on prayer um some folks might not like my answer or response to it about can you ask too much because I I, I don't think prayer is about asking for what I want, mm. as good as it might be. I think prayer is about asking what God wants. It's about aligning my heart to his will. And so I don't mean to be snippy about it or... Mm. Um, snarky about it um anything that's more than wanting what god wants is too much does that make sense Mm -hmm. so if i'm if i'm using prayer as an attempt to get what i want from god again as good as it is um i don't think that's really what prayer's for it's about coming to god and basically um, forging or hammering my heart into submission to whatever God wants. Wanting his best for either myself or somebody that I'm praying for. And um, anything beyond what he wants, I think is too much. Because if it's not what he wants, then then what is it? It's what I want. And that ultimately, again, as noble as it might be, it's selfish. Mm-hmm. So that that's how I would respond to: Is it too much? Only in the sense that I'm I'm currently working from an understanding or a definition that prayer is about really the longing for what God wants. Mm-hmm. And and here's here's a good illustration of that. And you see it a lot in churches and Christian circles, and certainly I as a pastor get asked this a lot. is So there's somebody that we love that's very sick. And what, what is it that we're asked to pray for? We're asked to pray that they would be healed. Yeah. Now, I absolutely believe that God's able to heal somebody. That's not a problem. That's not a, that's not a hard thing to believe because of my, my big view of God and what he's capable of. But is it what I should be asking for? Because that may not be God's best or God's will mm-hmm. in the larger plan for things. So I am really trying to teach myself to pray, not so much God heal this person. I'm, I'm praying about God, give them the faith to trust you during this very challenging time. Or give me the faith to trust you with whatever you decide to do in this situation, mm-hmm. and that's very different. Because what I've learned, and I learned this the hard way, and you know, I've been a Christian since I was, you know, in the third grade. Got kind of serious about my faith when I was junior, senior in high school, and have you know sort of been diligent toward my faith since then. Um, I used to pray for the stuff that I wanted, and the truth of the matter is, and we promised we'd be very truthful in our, our experience through this podcast, is that a lot of times I didn't get what I wanted. And what that resulted in was a lot of disappointment, a lot of frustration, a lot of um, poor framing of God. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't love me, or he's mean, or he didn't hear, or he didn't care and maybe prayer doesn't even work anyways yeah so why bother doing it well that's because i was i was wanting something and i didn't get it so then i was disappointed in it but if i if i come to prayer and it's not about what i want it's about aligning my heart my will my ambitions to whatever it is that god wants then however it turns out i trust was the best and the right thing Mm -hmm. and so I I don't I'm just learning to try to think of prayer differently and again somebody else may have a a different perspective and that's fine but um, too much for me right now is anything that's not what God
0: wants does that make sense yeah so rather than saying you know uh God, you know, give me a husband, give me a wife, give me this new job. I want this or whatever. It's, um, help me to discern if this person is right or that person's right or if this job is right or if I would be best suited there, what have you. Yeah. It's trying to discern his will for the scenario and understand that. Yeah. And
1: again, it's, it's hard for us as human beings in our limited capacity to understand. We can't understand why somebody that's sick. Isn't healed, you know. Eventually, we might lose them; they pass away. And in our limited perspective, we can't we can't necessarily understand that to be a good thing. But that's where we don't understand God, and He's so much wiser than us. Yeah. But there's just a different heart of saying, "God, thank you for how you accomplished your purposes through this person's life." Now help me to trust you in what's next, and um, and the same with like I need a job. I'm praying I get a job. And again, we don't understand all that God's up to, and that maybe that person being without a job or me being without a job for a long period of time is to be is designed to throw me in a greater dependence upon God that would only happen through my being without work than him like quickly giving me a job.
0: Yeah, and that, and for someone to be at that point uh, and, and to experience what you just described, that means that they would have to be doing everything else that the scriptures like already lay out that they could do to like best position themselves to get a job yes. or to be the type of man or woman to be suited for marriage or what have you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of people will just, it's one of those, you know, I'm just going to ask God for it, but then not, not do, do anything, anything on my end. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But that, that's an interesting scenario because, and my wife and I, we've, we've had this discussion from time to time in, in our different personalities, how we might go about something. So she's, she's very action oriented, industrious self initiative type person gets more done by nine than I get done in a day. And um, so she has a very proactive approach to whatever our needs are, she moves, meaning any need she might have, she's very proactive at doing her part to make that happen. Yeah. Um, Whereas I can at times be uh, a bit more uh, resistant or passive and uh, it's just an interesting discussion about truly trusting God to provide something, as opposed to me manufacturing and controlling the situation in order to get what I think I need. Yeah, and I think there's yeah. a balance there somewhere.
0: I think so too, because like I'm much, sl- and I think a good result of that is that is I'm much slower to stress than say Ali is. Okay. And by what you just described, you're probably. If I had to guess, probably similar, just because like she will want to deal with the problem like right now, or like feel this question is a question mark, and she wants the answer to it like right now. And I'm like, eh, let's hang out. I I'm more likely to like hang back and yeah. wait. Oh no, that's a perfect description of the difference between me and Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what role what what role does faith play in our request to God? Because, I mean you get verses like, um You know, knock and the door will be opened, ask and the answer will be given, uh, or seek and you'll find. And then you also get, like, you know, the faith the size of mustard seed can move this mountain. What what role does faith play in our prayers and in our uh, requests, if you want to call them that?
1: Well, so my understanding of the word faith is trust. Yeah. So it just comes back to the first answer is I'm praying in faith when I, in fact, trust God with however he might choose to answer this prayer. And so I think it's the greater exercise of faith to admit, God, I want something. My will wants something, but I'm releasing my will through this prayer. I'm releasing my will to what you want. Mm hmm. And so I think that's the demonstration of faith, is the giving up of my preference, knowing or trusting that God's provision will be far better than what I could even ask.
0: Yeah, and, that's, and I think that's right, because another, uh, the opposite of, of saying, well, prayer doesn't work, or God's not listening, or he doesn't care what I say, is then blaming yourself, thinking, well, I didn't have enough faith, or I didn't trust him enough, or... Or, or thinking that the outcome would have changed Yeah. had you just,
1: you know, you know muscled, yeah, up, muscled
0: up more belief. Yeah. Uh, and, and I feel like some people might also shame themselves into that or they experience shaming into that. Uh, yeah,
1: well, I, I mean, I know in my very raw journey of faith, I, I've spent way too much time either concluding that God doesn't care or that I'm not spiritual enough for God to ever answer my request. And that's just a lack of understanding of the nature of what prayer is, and it's a lack of understanding of what faith is. Yeah. So faith is just this, um, and and it's evolving, it's moving, it's maturing, but faith is essentially the... uh, delightful resignation of what i want for what god wants Mm. and um that's that's where i'm trying to teach myself to pray from is how do how do i frame this prayer as someone who does in fact trust god like again this isn't critical of anybody else but um i hear people like Uh, will you pray for traveling mercies? Will you pray that God goes with us in this job interview? And I go, Oh, I I don't have to pray that he's already there. He (laughs) does that. That's his commitment to us as our shepherd and heavenly father. We don't, we don't drive a single inch of the journey that he's not with us and he's not protecting us and taking care of us. So I don't have to ask him for that. And That's what I'm trying to teach myself about praying from a a real understanding of faith. Um, I don't even know how to describe this, but the day before yesterday, I just had this really weird foreboding sort of uh, spirit Mm. that sounds... It sounds more demonic than I intended kind of to like, yeah. yeah, I was just manifesting of you know, I was just driving somewhere and I got to thinking about like a bad thing that could happen. And it just sort of I don't know, it just kinda of left me kind of disturbed. Yeah. And and then I just started thinking about it. I was like, Paul, that will never happen unless God has said yes to allowing that to happen. Yeah. So forget about it because it's not going to happen unless your heavenly father decides that to allow it and if he decides to allow it you have to trust in whatever he has
0: for you in that yeah worrying is not going to help no anxiety is not going to help. no
1: yeah absolutely so the worry the anxiety is not going to help so how do i kind of dismiss that from my experience and That's not being unrealistic. I mean, the Apostle Paul writes to the Church of Philippi, be anxious for nothing. Well, I don't think that's just easy to do, but the journey of faith in coming to trust God more is the hope of being able to eliminate worry from my life. And that there isn't a day, a moment, a situation that I don't encounter that I can proceed in the courage and confidence of what i trust to be true about god that changes my perspective. Yeah. That's that's why i think James writes, you know, count it all joy when you encounter various trials. Why? Because in faith, you're you work from an, a a knowledge that god only works for good, he only does what is right and best and nothing catches him by surprise and he's He's capable, so whatever he might choose for my day, I I can trust him with it. Again, easier said than done, oftentimes, depending on you know, what the situation is. But that's where I'm pushing myself these days, is to pray from a heart of truly trusting that I have God's best, and whatever might transpire um,
0: is not any of God's fault. There's this joke that I have amongst some of the students in Overflow, the student ministry at Sybil Creek. Um it's a known thing that I hate and will not pray for you in your test. It's a it's a funny example, but I won't do it. They all and I'm like and I'm like, "Why do you guys entertain this?" And some of the other people and I'm like, "Come on. Why That's on you, bud." Like God's either it's like praying for your sports team. I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, I like the one uh you're sitting down at a
1: table full of like, cheeseburgers and fries and Coke and Lord bless this food to our bodies. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's not going to take away the damage that all of that's going to cause. I don't you even think he even bless
0: it. it. That's like, <laughs> that's a poor sacrifice to be bringing into your body. That's a temple. So
1: it's a it's an interesting question that can you ask too much. I don't know how to answer that other than the fact that asking anything outside of only what God wants is too much.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's really good. And I know for a lot of students or young people or even adults, like they all, it's always talked about by, well, ask God to give that to you or, or, you know, whatever. All it does is just lead them to end up being disheartened if they don't get it, which is most of the time. Yes. Probably. Yes. um, Because... If you got it, your request probably had nothing to do with it, anyways, <laughs> and so, right, and so, anyways,
1: yeah. So, I've been a pastor for thirty-five years, and
0: again, this is just
1: it sounds harsh, I, but it's just the brutal truth. It is for every person who had cancer that we prayed for, not just me, but like an entire church prayed for, and then they died of that cancer. I mean it's it it would show me a pattern that my prayers don't work only because you come at it from the perspective that because i ask god for their healing that they should be healed yeah and i'm just saying more times than not that doesn't happen mm-hmm. so then i of you know, 35 years of observation and experiencing that emotionally and spiritually is Evidently, I have to rethink my categories. I have to reframe my expectations about how God will work in those situations. It's not that I don't believe he could make the cancer disappear. It's just that he doesn't most often. Yeah. So then he has something bigger, quote-unquote better, for us, and that, and that's what I'm praying for is that we discover, that we experience, that we know that.
0: Yeah, yeah, to discern the situation rather than to have the situation go whatever yeah. way you want. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think that's good. We hope you enjoyed this presentation of Cibolo Creek Community Church. If you did, please consider supporting the ministry of our church. Your donations make a difference. To check out more resources or to share a gift please visit us at cibillocreek.com. Thanks for listening.